challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you in this podcast about a survey that I read this past week uh, that has what is to me some disturbing information. Apparently, a study done by the University of Buffalo, the University of Texas, and California Lutheran University surveyed men about whether they like strong women, successful women, women who are perhaps smarter than they are or, uh, or who perhaps can top them in some way. And the survey indicated that men do admire strong women, competent women, but they admire them at a distance. (laughs) In other words, they like them over there. Uh, They admire them maybe in politics, but they do not admire them nearby. They don't want to date them. They don't want to be with them necessarily. Um, They prefer to be with women they feel superior to. Now, I don't know how accurate these surveys are, but a lot of this kind of stuff is coming out. Um, Researchers often say that this is burned into a man's DNA, that it's part of uh, the way we've been through the centuries because of the need for procreation, Um, that men tend to like women who are feminine and softer and more demure and uh, and don't tend to like strong women. I, I, I don't know. That most of that is, it's certainly not true in terms of what I see around me, um, but I think we need to take it with a grain of salt. Nevertheless, it raises some themes I want to talk about, and I hear them mentioned often, so I think I need to hit them and hit them hard. First of all, I want to make very, very clear that for those of us who are in a sort of a great man movement here, sort of a movement to restore noble manhood, a movement to restore righteous manhood, uh, strong manhood, to reverse the downward trend of masculinity and certainly to stamp out toxic masculinity in our generation. It's very important for us to understand that we are not in a tug of war with women. We are not fighting over a pie that's only a certain size. We are not fighting over limited resources. As I've said many times before, you go on the internet, you do a search for men and women. If it's not about humor, almost all of it, all the articles you'll see, at least in the first couple hundred entries, is basically about the tug of war between men and women, about men competing with women or men, women competing with men or, or, or who's on top or who gets the most jobs or who makes the most money or all that kind of thing. And, and I think it's very important for us to, under, under, us to understand that this is a debate. This is a framing of thinking that has sort of been forced on us in our generation, but it's not a, a truthfully the way it is. The best way for us to understand who we are is, as men is that, yes, uh, we might have superior physical gifts. By that, I only mean that we are, uh, for the most part, physically stronger, and that those gifts are meant to be used to protect and defend and ennoble. But other than that, uh, we are really in a mutual admiration society. We're in a mutual launching society. We should be using our gifts and, and excited about all that women can accomplish. Now, I realize that there are some religious constraints on these things, and, and there might be some cultural constraints. But for the most part, for most of us listening to this podcast, for most men in the world, it's time for us to stop believing uh, that women are somehow taking something from us. 
I've heard this time and again. I've heard this after I've made speeches. I've heard men talking about it. I've been on television shows where men talk about it. There's a certain version of of a movement towards noble manhood, towards good manhood, which is rooted in something that's not noble and good. And that is the idea that men have been robbed by women, that we are in a tug of war with them, that a win for men is a loss for women, that a win for women is a loss for men, that if a lot of women are running for office, that means men are being displaced in some way inappropriately, Uh, that if a woman gets promoted, a man's losing. And that is not the way it is. We must embrace the value that we want women to achieve. We want them to be successful. We want them to accomplish things. Uh, We want to be part of helping, serving, launching, encouraging, and we want them to do the same. We're not competing for a limited piece of pie. We're growing a bigger pie. We're not uh, competing for, uh, let's say, a farm field, a a field of crops that's only one size. No, we're expanding the farm. Um, I only gain by women accomplishing things. And so the the first theme, the first underlying undercurrent, the first idea I want to knock in the head is that, first of all, men are in decline, and they are in our generation, because women have stolen something from them. That is not true. As I've often said, uh, men have not lost anything. Uh, women have not, quote unquote, taken anything from men. I want to say it this way, uh, that men haven't surrendered in the first place. And, and by the way, women haven't taken anything from men. They've just they've just gone on with their lives. And if the responsibilities were discarded by men, yeah, women picked them up often. Thank God they did. Thank God for the for the grandmothers who uh, who raised grandchildren when parents, and especially men, were irresponsible, et cetera. You know the stories. So we need an adjustment in our attitude. We need to not think that a, a men's movement, that a that talking about a great manhood, talking about noble manhood, talking about virtuous manhood, righteous manhood, strong manhood, is somehow a counter assault on women. It's not. We are all achieving together. We are all growing together. And I am grateful uh, for what women are accomplishing, and I am not in a tug of war. I, the, the areas in which I have been less than I should have been as a man were never a woman's fault. In fact, in some cases, a woman had to compensate for me. So we've got to knock that in our heads. Second of all, we we don't want to be insecure men who are afraid of strong women. Now, I'm not telling you who to date. I'm not telling you who to hang with. But we have to deal with, and I'm going to use a strong word here, so be careful. Uh, I, I, we have to deal with what some psychologists have called the bitch syndrome. The bitch syndrome is that a man regards any woman who is strong, of strong personality, uh, of forceful personality, of great gifts, as being just a bitch, just a takeover, just a boss, bossy person, uh, just a dominant person, just a usurper. That is not true. Now, there are certainly harsh personalities amongst both women and men, and we all know that. We should not be using the bitch word, uh, frankly. Um, but yeah, there are strong personalities on both sides. Use whatever words you want. Just don't be insulting about it and don't think it's just a female thing. Thank God for leading women. Thank God for strong women. Thank God for what they've accomplished. And there is a righteous, and I'm saying this, by the way, for those of you who are Christians or have a religious grid to your understanding of male-female relationships. Um, there are 
there are uh, truths that condition our marriage relationships and our interrelationships with each other. But but I don't see anything in Scripture or or anything coming down through a heritage of faith that tells us uh, that we should somehow decry. Uh, the success of women. I'm speaking of us as men. I think it's a mutual admiration society. So we don't want to be insecure men who can't work with, celebrate, encourage, raise in our own homes strong women. We are in an age of strong womanhood. And yeah, there can be an unrighteous, from a, again, from a Christian perspective, uh, cast to that. But there can also be, and Lord knows there has been, an un- unrighteous aspect of manhood um, that's unbiblical. So I want to be secure enough as a man that I can encourage strong womanhood around me. My wife is a strong personality, love it, benefit from it. Uh, thrilled for it. Um, I work with strong women. I encourage strong women. I've got strong women leading me. Um, I'm part of some organizations that women lead. They do a great job. My point is that it's only an insecure man who starts with an understanding that somehow he's being robbed, that somehow a strong woman is taking something from him uh, who will have these attitudes. It's also a man who's basically not secure in himself. Um, uh, you will be able to walk with strong women and you will benefit from it uh, if you yourself are a strong man. What do I mean by that? Um, that you're looking in the mirror and, and self-talking yourself, that you're, that, that you're pumping yourself up artificially, that you're feeling superior to all other human beings? No, that you just know who you are. You know how you're created. You're walking in the fullness of it. You're living out your responsibilities. You, you've dealt with your core issues, your psychological issues, the issues of your soul, that, you, that you've cut off all addictions, that, you, that you're secure in who you are. When I'm secure in who I am, that I'm not intimidated by other men being strong around me. I live in a world of extremely strong male personalities, a bunch of alpha guys running around. Love it. But I'm not, I'm not cowed by that. I'm not cowed as a matter of age or a matter of, of physicality or a matter of intelligence. I am who I am. I'm doing the best I can to be the man I'm called to be, and I'm secure in that. I'm not intimidated by another strong man being around. I'm not intimidated by a strong woman being around. In fact, may we have more of them. We need as much leadership, good, righteous leadership in this generation as we can get. So, so I, I want to say very firmly that, that this idea that men are insecure, this idea that an insecure man resents a strong woman, we've got to deal with that in our own souls if it's true. Now, I don't believe everything the researchers are telling us and what they believe about male DNA and what have you, um, but I do think they're, they're, they're doing accurate, relatively accurate surveys, and I, and I do think it's interesting uh, the conclusion of these surveys I've mentioned is that most men want strong women at a distance <laughs> and mild, uh, what they regard as feminine women, close. Well, I think we've got to be strong enough men, secure enough men, confident in who we are, courageous in what we've been made to be, so that we can stand strong and encourage uh, strong women. I want my daughter to be a strong woman. Now, by that, I don't mean harsh and domineering. Of course not. I don't mean any kind of caricature. I want her to be strong. I want her to lead. I want her to polish her skills. I want her to take hold of that for which God's taken hold of her. Uh, I want her to f- fulfill a noble destiny. I want her to get whatever degrees she needs to get. Um, yeah, I want her to be polite. Yeah, I want her to be gentle. And yeah, I want her to be feminine. And yeah, I want her to be beautiful. And yeah, I want her to, you know, to, to, to be able to mesh with a man. That's all that's good and righteous and normal. 
Um, but to be insecure about that, to be intimidated by that. Uh, I was on a plane not too long ago and both the, the pilot and the co-pilot were female. This is by the way, common for me, I fly a great deal and I hardly even notice anymore when everybody in charge of the plane is female <laughs> from the gate agent to the pilots, uh, to the, to everybody, all the, all the flight attendants. So what they're competent, they're gifted, but I heard people grousing. I heard men joking about the plane might go down. I heard all that. Well, why it's because they're fundamentally somehow insecure about a strong woman. And that means there's an insecurity in them. There's an insecurity about who they are as men. Now, I, want, I don't really care about the results of this survey other than to the, to the degree that it shows that, that men can have a fundamental insecurity that causes them to resent strong women. I would tell you, it's that insecurity I'm really going after. Until a man is secure in who he is, until he knows why God's made him and what he's made him for, until he knows his strength and his power, until he knows that his gifts are made for protecting and caring for others, until he tends his field and walks with other men and has the coaching and correction that he needs and lives for the glory of God, all the manly maxims that I've talked about often, uh, he's not... He's not going to be a solid man. He's going to be intimidated by everything. He's going to be resentful. He's going to be bitter. He's probably going to medicate. He's going to be miserable to other strong men. He's going to be miserable to strong women, which is, by the way, two things we want to encourage in our generation. And and without knowing it, he'll oppress his wife and he'll keep his children from being whole and functioning at the highest level they possibly can. We want to build champions, don't we? So look in your soul Look at how you feel. When I read the results of a survey like this, what is it that you're feeling? What is it that you're thinking? How do you feel about that? If we had a woman president, if we had, if you have female senators, female congressmen, and most of them prefer to be called congressmen, um, if, if, if you have a female mayor, if you have, a, it's up to you and, and to your religious tradition and movement, if you have female clergy, um, but, but if, if, you, if any of those are in place or a female cop or female pilot, if, if any of that's happening, female doctor, um, if, if any of that makes you fundamentally feel resentful, fundamentally feel insecure, fundamentally feel like something's being stolen from you, I urge you strongly to reconsider. I urge you to look at where the, the cracks are in your soul. Where is that insecurity leaking from? What makes you think that, that somehow, um, what makes you feel intimidated? What makes you think somehow that you're being, sto- have been stolen from? And I want to I want to encourage you that, that we're not in a tug of war. We're in a mutual admiration, encouragement, launch society. But we have to be secure men to live in that world. That's the world we're now living in. We're in a Me Too moment. We're in a, uh, the age of the of the rise of women. We're in the age of glass ceilings being broken. And most of it, I can applaud. Now, just wickedness and evil, I don't applaud on the female side any more than I applaud on the male side. But the bottom line is, we have to be men who are about creating in fact one of the of all the manly maxims the one that says a man a righteous man a great man a manly man tends his field part the whole point of tending your field is so that everything within that field will thrive and fulfill its destiny will prosper well you want the souls of women to prosper and fulfill what they're made for so look for the insecurity in your soul i can assure you that if that insecurity is there it's not just coming at women it's not just about women it's about other things too and it's damaging your life as a man. Let's be the great men we're called to be, and let's do everything we can to create an environment in which women can arise to greatness too. 
join the Great Man community, or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 